What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Papa Culture Podcast. It's been a minute. Uh, I want to do apologize right at uh, right at the beginning here. Uh, it's been a little while since we recorded. Um, you know, as we are dads, life happens sometimes. So <laughs> that's uh, basically one of the reasons, or the main reason, why we haven't uh, been able to to record. In fact, we record pretty late in the evening. So, you know, like real talk, sometimes we just fall asleep because uh-huh. we're, we're tired AF. Yep. Um, anyway, but glad to be back uh, once again. Uh, and if this is your first time listening to the pod, my name is Anton. I'm a father to two kids, uh, Ginny, uh, a actually right now really annoying four-year-old, four-and-a-half-year-old. Hey. Um, and Ellis, who is... Uh, just about 20 months now, who is equally annoying, but in a different way, in the <laughs> sense where he um, doesn't really use his words. He just goes, uh, 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 uh for whatever. Yeah. So, you know, we've been trying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, this, uh, this week has been a pretty annoying one. Um, but, you know, keeping it real. Keeping it honest. Ooh, interesting. We got to get into that. Yeah, for sure. Cool. And I'm John. I am father to Malcolm, who is 21 months old as of last week, who I think we're um, approaching uh, early entrance into the terrible twos. Mm-hmm. Um, but not really in the... I mean, it's gonna be annoying and stuff like that, but it's it's he still cracks me up all the time, and he's also really I don't know like it's obviously I've never had another child before, so I don't know how fast kids learn outside of like you know watching your kids or other people's kids, um, but he seems to be learning really quickly. So he's using his words to whine, lots of no's. And lots of evasive actions. Hmm. Well, I guess that's better than just going. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all bad. Yeah. Anyway, uh, John and I have known each other for God over twenty years, probably, and uh, we spend our time on uh, this podcast talking about pop culture, pop culture uh, stuff that we like. Lots of a lot of times it's sports. Um, some of the stuff that we're kind of into recently we sometimes reminisce about the stuff that uh we used to love growing up and and really if all these things are things that we still love or if we're just kind of over it um you know we've got you know new perspectives now as as parents as dads and sometimes we're not into the old shit anymore Mm -hmm. but you know but real talk like we're just getting older and you know, we're, we're just over it. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, again, it's been a while, uh, since we've, so we've chatted, but you know, what's been up with you, man? I know you just got back from a pretty good vacation. Why don't you, uh, let the folks know where you went? Yeah. So, Hung and I took Malcolm on his first long flight trip to 
Hawaii mm. last week. And uh, we were actually supposed to go to another trip earlier this year, but uh, given finances and timing and like different things of like just living life, being parents, having to pay rent in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. we kind of had to eat some cost and stuff and cancel that other trip. But we ended up finding another relatively affordable way to at least use up some vacation time that she had uh, excused already. Oh, nice. So we went to Hawaii. And um, we decided to go to Oahu, Waikiki. It's um, other than the food and being right next to the the beach, it's not necessarily my favorite part of Oahu or any of the other parts of the islands. Mm -hmm. But we figured being with Malcolm and not sure, or, you know, basically this is our first real big trip with him at this age. Right. So, um, and it's not like one of these things that we, we could drive around and like we're in California or whatever, where it's easy to kind of adjust. Yeah. So we decided we'll just stay in Waikiki. It's going to be easy to entertain. If we, yeah good food yeah yeah food whatever you need hotel room yeah so like it's not like and we didn't need a car then that was another big kicker oh definitely anyway it was a lot of fun the weather didn't necessarily uh cooperate with us because then it we got some weird weather front where it was it was dry but it was just windy and overcast so mm-hmm. I think if it was just us, we would have been fine because we could have. It, it would have been kind of chilly, but it could have jumped in the water. But you know, like having Malcolm wet in the with wind isn't necessarily uh, an ideal thing for a twenty-month-old. So um, yeah, true that. But we had good food. He had hella fun. We pretty much just. Uh, a lot of the time that we spent was walking around Waikiki in circles, <laughs> just just on the beach, walking around, which basically all of Waikiki is all just a bunch of ritzy malls and tourists. So right. just walked around in circles. But he, because at this point, like when we're home here, if we take a walk around the neighborhood, around a quarter mile to half a mile, he gets really antsy because he's just sitting down right now he could yeah. run around and do other things but he never got really bored at all in his um stroller because there's so much to see like hell of people there's right right all these bright colors in the stores and the decorations what people are wearing there's beach you know like just it's just he was having a lot of fun just i think just watching and seeing stuff um and so that was fun for that was fun that he got to do that. Any big takeaways from your trip as with regard uh, to just like parenting and traveling yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah. The well there are a few um one thing is that we were reading this um we last time we were in Hawaii when she was pregnant, we bought this book called um, Honu Honu, Where Are You? Yeah. Honu's um, Green Sea Turtle. Because, like, you know, we're excited, expecting parents. So we bought that. 
so since he's been with us, we've been reading it. And then so one day we had the car, decided to drive up to North Shore. We were thinking about going to the Dole Penn Station so we could ride the train. We weren't sure what else would entertain him outside of just walking around. But I found out about some beaches where, and it just happened to be a good like season for it, the months that the Green Sea Turtles were coming up to the, the beach um, right near Haleiwa, where Matsumoto's uh, shaved ice is. Oh, right, oh. right. So we just went up there kind of on a whim, got out there. It was hella touristy. I mean, like hella um, tours. Eventually, the, the green, sea, green Sea Turtles came up. So the Honus were there, and he got to see them. Like, he not in the water because he was um, playing on the sand but i was standing in the water and pointing them out and then i told him I'm like oh there's the you know honu and then he got to see honu and he's pointing and really like uh internalized it so that was really fun to see that was really cool to see that nice. he has this book and then it's a real life and he got to see it and all this stuff and he was really engaged with it and so that totally made the trip worthwhile, right? I mean, it was already cool as it was, but it totally made it worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The other thing for parent stuff, um, it's uh, we're, we're not sure why um, hotels still use the old uh, metal style rolling cribs that look like you know what you see in like um, movies about orphanages and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, we had that in uh, Boston. Yeah. yeah, we had it in Seattle once, and I mean it was fine because he was younger. But like here, like I don't know, like packing plays aren't really that expensive. You know, you could just get those. Um, the oh, going there, it was really cool. I ran into my friend from. I, I introduced her to Hung as my friend from high school. She corrected me that she was actually my friend since elementary school, which is true. I knew her since I was in the fifth grade. Um, but I haven't seen her since like two, 1998. Holy crap. 1999. Um, was it just like a random meeting or well, we you guys are friends on Facebook and you're like, oh yeah, I'll be there too. No, we we're on fr- friends on Facebook, but it was totally random. Like uh, we were at the airport, San Jose airport. I went over to go grab, grab us our breakfast, came back and I turned a corner and looked at her and I'm like, oh, she got, looks, I was like, is that? And then I sat down, sat talking to Hung, gave her food. And then Elaine, my friend, was like, is that you, John? I'm like, oh, it is you. And then it was kind of funny. Her, her kids were there. She has a four-year-old, a two-and-a-half-year-old. And what ended up was we both ended up sitting in the back next to each other, like basically one um, row apart. Nice. And so... And I was going to use this for my dad moment. I'm sure the other ones I could pop up, but... There's this kind of funny thing I realized with like these long flights that you don't get with like the flights to Seattle and LA that we've had with him is that um, because every, all like all the parents, especially the parents of the younger kids are like basically all in the same club at the, at the moment, <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like we're all stuck in this plane trying to figure out how to best entertain our kids without them going off the rails so that other people getting annoyed with us without us getting annoyed with the kids without the kids getting annoyed with us so there's lots of like supportive like looks to each other going like yeah i know we'll make it right <laughs> like um you guys are in the trenches together dude 
we are in the trenches together. And, and I mean, that was funny because that's a friend. But then, like, when he came back on the flight back, there was a bunch of um, parents around us. And, you know, like, luckily, all the people around us were really cool. But there was lots more, like, I don't usually talk on airplanes. Um, usually, I'm sleeping or reading a book or something. But, like, you know, I, I'm not going to wear a headphone if my, um, Malcolm is, like, hanging out. So... There's lots more talk, interacting with random people, kind of be like, in kind of some supportive way. But yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was cool. That was one of my anxieties about those long trips. Cause it's like you never know um, who you're gonna sit next to, and how Malcolm's gonna take it, and how we're gonna last. But he was really good. Like basically on the flight there, he didn't sleep, but he wasn't really too antsy. Hmm. Um, we only busted out videos on the laptop for maybe like one and a half episodes of um cartoons but otherwise he found ways to be entertained so we're yeah really thankful for that that's funny i was uh it just reminds me of a story from uh my buddy alex who had taken uh, a, a, a a trip a european trip like they went to like france and italy and and stuff like that with i think their i can't remember how old their son was but uh he described it as like wrestling for eight hours or something something like that yes it's like he was just like wrestling with with his son for like three or for for an entire flight i was like oh man yeah Um, how how have you taken long? You have. You went to Boston. We went to Boston. And uh, how were they? With the two kids. Um, well, Ellis was young enough so that he was able to like sleep for most of it, and he was still nursing yeah. at the time. So like, right. if he started to get fussy, Tess would just like give him the boob, and then it was like cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. With Ginny. Where did we go with Ginny? Oh, we went to New York with Ginny once mm. also. Um, so again, the same same length of time in terms of flying. Um, but she's been pretty, she was pretty good. Uh, she was two and a half, I think. Okay, same age, or not same age, just a little older. Yeah. Um, and I think at that time we had, we were ready. We had like, iPad. We just mm. hoped that she didn't want YouTube because we knew that we wouldn't be able to, yeah, you know, stream anything. So luckily, I think we had some games or something, yeah. some episodes that we had already downloaded. Um, but she slept a lot too, so it was yeah. it was cool. It was cool. Okay, let's go. That she slept. Yeah. Yeah, we I, I downloaded some episodes on Netflix and YouTube just because obviously we're going to have Wi-Fi online. I mean, yeah. on, on the, and and he's that at the age right now where I could just basically play the same thing and he's going to be entertained by it. But fortunately, he didn't have to use it. Yeah, man, traveling like <laughs> well, I mean, it's. Lucky for you guys, I know that you guys didn't have uh you didn't rent a car so you didn't have to worry about like a car seat. Yeah. And all we that did. stuff. 
that one day, the, the one day that we did. Um, oh, you did. Oh, yeah. but yet you, you didn't have to bring it with you, right? No. Yeah. yeah. That's like, man. That's... Well, you know, that that brings up a good point because when I was, uh, so we rented it, we rented a car seat. They basically said we can't install it for you because by law we can't. So you have to install it yourself. Yeah. So I guess I, I understand that from li- liability standpoint. Mm-hmm. But you know, like where you, I'm used to, I'm used to installing my car seat. Not you, not like some you know, rando. Not some ran- yeah. And so we were at the car rental place, which already took a long time because we we're in the middle of Waikiki renting it. Um, I was. It took me, I don't know, ten minutes to <laughs> to install it because it just was weird. It just felt weird, right? Um, and so, like, we're we're talking about it, and there is a value to like, although you're lugging it around d- during travel, if you're actually going to use the, uh, the car seat, there's some kind of comfort in using your own because you know how to use it, you know how he's going to react to it. Um, but yeah. something, yeah, that's something, I guess the travel decision that people would have to make as parents. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We, when we went to, oh, when we went to Boston, luckily we didn't have to bring one because our friends were able to secure us a couple of car seats so that was really nice yeah um you know and then and then we're relegated to having to use cabs as opposed to yeah ride sharing right yeah. uber or lyft because we wouldn't have to actually when we were in boston everything was walkable actually we we took a cab once we'll so like legally you don't need to have a car seat in a cab as far as i know okay um yeah as far as i know i guess you don't really have you don't wear seat belts either in cabs too right right okay good to know get something to think about yeah yeah hopefully we're hoping that southwest is actually going to have their flights to um hawaii open before the end of the year because we have a companion pass and we'd like to use it to for, for Hawaii. Wait, they don't fly to Hawaii. They don't yet, but they, they announced last year that they would. Oh. And so uh, maybe like two or three weeks ago, they actually announced that they've set Oakland as one of their main hubs to Hawaii. And they're just waiting for the SEC to approve it dope yeah so we can have another run through with that because i don't think we have we'll be flying a a little bit this summer but not longer than like hour and a half nice unless we take a random trip to like costa rica or something just because we have a companion pass (laughs) (laughs) oh by the way another travel thing uh for us it's relatively easy to do the whole travel thing like getting to the airport get through screen because since Hoon used to do a lot of travel for her last job 
she mm-hmm. got the, the TSA pre-approval. Oh, right. So as long as she buys the tickets all at the same time for whoever's in the party, or maybe like with us as a family, we all get TSA approved. Oh, so, really? Yeah. That's a good tip. Yeah. So it happened with us once. I forgot where. And then like it, we thought we were going to split. She was going to go to TSA. I was going to end up going in the long line. Um, but then she noticed on their boarding passes that I was approved too. So we knew that going in for this one, we were going to get approved. And it really is like the easiest thing ever in terms of like modern airport travel. Because all we really have to do is just take take out our um, any metal stuff on us and put it in a bag and just send it in. But we don't have to take off our shoes, don't have to take off jackets, take, don't have to take off hats. Laptops? I didn't take out my laptop. What? I didn't take out liquids. <laughs> it was just like, she's like, just put everything on. You don't have to take anything off. Just go. And then what do they did. what do they check to get approved for that? Uh, you have to do fingerprinting. Um, I think it's pretty much it. I think it's probably like a multiple level, like criminal background check. And I don't know. Yeah. Probably nothing. Yeah. Super hardcore. Right. Yeah. I mean, if it's like a, that, and if there's like, they're not going to be calling your like fifth grade teacher for like a reference. No, they probably do some checks on your credit and like, um, maybe seeing where your money has gone, <laughs> you know, right? Because if it's, if they're checking for terrorists for that. That's true. Oh, yeah. actually, speaking of Hawaii, um, we tried out this place in San Bruno. It's basically a um, Hawaiian brunch, Hawaiian slash Japanese brunch spot called, called? Um, Morning Wood. Oh, uh, yeah. Have you been? No, but we we wanted to go. We were on that side, and we thought about going, but the wait was way too long. Yeah, the crowd. It's it's like we had to wait on a weekday. We went yesterday. Yeah. Tess took the week off uh, this week, so we've been um, basically she's just taking some time off before like uh, her intern starts. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, we went yesterday, and uh, the food is legit, mm-hmm. super legit. Um, yeah, really good. They have like some kind of like loco moco mashup, don't they? Yes. Well, they their loco moco you can pick uh, between three different proteins. You can do the regular like hamburger steak. Yeah. Uh, you could do. Kalua pork, or you can do uh, mochiko chicken, but they had this uh, really awesome dish. Um, I forget what it's called, but it was basically their home fries. I think they call mm-hmm. it like cracked potatoes, but it's basically a poutine, or like mm-hmm. their version of a poutine, mm-hmm. which is like their uh, their country style potatoes with cheddar cheese, Kalua pork. Their loco moco gravy, uh, pickled or like uh, pickled red onions, and then eggs, mm. and it's fantastic. It comes out on like one of those like sizzling plates, like uh, like Calbee, yeah, 
Oh, dude. And Bulgogi. Oh, dude. It was so good. Um, you know, uh, it was funny because Tess had was like, man, I was kind of hoping this place sucks so we don't have to come <laughs> back and, and wait in line again. Before we kind of go into our main topic, do you want to do like a quick uh, round of just kind of what we're into lately? Just maybe yeah. one or two things? Sure. Um, you have anything? You can go. Why don't you go first? Okay, so what we're into season finale of uh, The Americans wa- um, aired uh, just the other day on Wednesday. Right. Um, series or se- season? Oh, sorry. Series finale. Okay. Yes. Six. Okay. It's the sixth season, sixth and final season. Uh, series finale. Really well done. Like, I was thinking about some of the other series finales that just kind of, like, left me disappointed or or whatever. This one, I think, hit the right notes. Mm. Um, it was kind of, like, equal parts uh, closing, tying up loose ends, and also kind of open-ended, right? Like... Okay. Um. Yeah, it was it was it was really great. In yeah. fact, it made me kind of rewatch the the ending of Breaking Bad again. Yeah. Um. Just you know, just because I was like, oh yeah, um, you know, there's there's been a bunch of series finales over the last few years of shows that I really like, like Breaking Bad, Mad Men, um, Boardwalk Empire. Uh, the leftovers. The leftovers. Um, yeah, but for some reason, the way that this one was done was like really nice. I really liked it. Nope. Uh, anything else? Um, oh, I guess I've just been into trying to upgrade that Mac. My my oh, yeah. Mac. I'm trying to. I I got up all the parts. The last thing I need to do is update or buy a new or buy a uh, replacement graphics card. But otherwise, uh, all the other pieces that I wanted to upgrade have been upgraded. Um, in fact, I'm trying to install Windows on it right now. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure if it's working the way it's supposed to. But so what, what, what components have you installed in it already? So I replaced the processor. Mm-hmm. I replaced the RAM. What, what, so what was the original processor and what did you change it to? So it was a quad core 2.66 gigahertz intel something and i upgraded it to basically the 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 most powerful processor you could get for that machine yeah. which is a intel xeon uh 3.46 6 core okay. processor so yeah. the the cool thing about the particular mac pro that i have is that you can update the firmware so it thinks uh so newer, yeah. To a so that it thinks it's like a 2010 model instead of a 
2009 model. So right. when you can do once you do that, it allows you to install a faster processor, get faster RAM. It allows you to get the latest OS on it, um, the one that High Sierra, which is the most recent one that's out. Hmm. Um, so it was pretty cool. It was like a it was like a fun project for me. Yeah. Um, so that's I, all I've been doing was like, you know saving searches on ebay and trying to figure out like okay should i just buy this processor now oh i also uh um upgraded the hard drives to ssd i took some uh old 2.5 hard disks and and converted it into like a a raid Uh, i set it up as a raid Hmm. and then i also added a usb3 card so now my my io is is better and instead of buying a wireless an updated wireless card wireless and bluetooth uh i bought a another basically a um do you have a do you have a mesh wi-fi system at your place right now or is it just uh yeah yeah okay so i have the eero so i just bought a new one that i just added to my existing system which actually has the ethernet mm-hmm. so uh instead of having to update my wireless i figured i'd save you know i'd save about almost 100 bucks yeah. by just buying a refurbished beacon that had ethernet so you know so I'm, that's yeah. what i'm doing so is like the the Z, that processor is that is did you buy it new or are you no, buying everything like, everything was used oh but you know with the exception of like the usb3 um, yeah usb3 and my ssd my ssd card yeah um yeah i mean because it's old yeah uh, so it's figuring. Yeah, it's all old stuff. So I'm trying to get a used graphics card too. Yeah. But what sucks right now is like because graphics cards are being used for mining cryptocurrency, they're mm-hmm. all hella expensive. Even the used ones. Yeah. Stupid Bitcoin millionaires. <laughs> they keep trying. It's not going to work. <laughs> I mean, it's working right now, but it's not going to work. Yeah. Sorry, Bitcoin people. I don't know what I'm talking about. So it might be working. Yeah. Cool. So that's pretty much it. Um, mm, been trying to get out to the movies, but just can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were going to try to go watch Infinity War last Friday. Because we got back from Hawaii on Thursday, and then we had a free day on Friday because uh, I had a day off, um, and we brought Malcolm to the daycare. Yeah. But we ended up not doing that. We ended up just kicking it and hanging out with each other without Malcolm, which was nice. Yeah, definitely. Because if we sat in the movie theater, we would have just spent you know, three hours not talking to each other, so... That's true. That's yeah. that's that's true. Yep. How about you, man? Anything? Anything? Uh, 
Yeah. The did you, did you watch Killing Eve? Uh, I started it. What? How many are you in? Any yeah. Episode? Um, I'm probably episode four or five. Okay. I'm into we, it. Yeah, we were watching that. We're, that was I was into it. I was I giggle a lot in that in that show. I'm um, not a big fan of Sandra O. Oh. I've never been. Um, yeah. But I don't mind her in this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never really, I was here or there with Sandra O, but the, um, the, the writing, you know, I really appreciate with Killing Eve is the, um, the score. Wait, the score or the soundtrack? The soundtrack, my bad. Yeah. Or basically how they use music. Um, yeah, in in the in the beginning, it kind of bugged me because it's like every every scene that didn't have dialogue was basically a montage with some some song. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, sometimes I, I, think... I felt like the songs were also too on the nose in terms of like theme and plot. Yeah, you know. But I got used to it after a while. I liked, well, I think that's probably maybe what, one of the reasons why I do like it. I don't know what the songs are, maybe one of them, but um, I thought the last two episodes, especially the season finale, I thought I liked how the music was being used. Um, like the writing and like how they, the interactions that I do like laugh in that show a lot. Uh, yeah. The writer is a comedic writer. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, I, I did some research, and what was the, what's the other show that she did? Fleabag. Fleabag. I think it's on Amazon. Okay. Um, and then, well, you're part of it. I got to play basketball a couple of weeks ago. Um, oh yeah, that was fun. That was that's super always something. <laughs> We haven't played basketball together. I don't know in fifteen years. No, no, no. We played at Newark Hoops. It wasn't that long, was it? Well, I think we probably stopped well, around two thousand. That's true. Probably because... two thousand, like two or three. Yeah, because when did you move to New York? Not till 2007. Maybe it was 2000 and... Uh, it must have been between 2005-2007 probably the last time we played yeah. basketball together. So that's at least 10 years. Um, or if not more. But, you know, we still... If I was physically able to do more of like what I was able to do maybe <laughs> two years ago, um, still recognize how you play the game <laughs> um i was really there's one play that you had because we ended up being on the same team right so yeah there's yeah. one play that you had where um i was like on the on the wing and then you were, we were setting up the offense and you threw it to me and i knew you were going to do a give and go yeah but i was kind of out of position and that's not your fault it's more of my fault um and i I had to die, kind of like scurry for the ball, and I I just kind of passed it, um, 
like a touch pass once I got it. Like it was heading towards the out of bounds, grabbed it and just kind of flung it back towards where you were right. going. And uh-huh. I didn't get it far enough, but I'm like, damn. Because if I was in position and got like better grip on the ball, I think you would have had an easy layup. Yeah, probably. And and it, was, it was it was definitely fun. It was like I remember I saw your little uh mid post turnaround <laughs> turnaround jumper. I was like, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that move. Yeah, um, and I was trying to I was trying to like the last game cuz you know, we were all tired and whatever. I'm like I'm going to throw up a three-pointer somewhere around here. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to cuz uh, I don't know why, but that was fun. It's kind of um, sucked that because then you were able to go to the last two in terms of like being invited, but we didn't have enough people. So hopefully they could still play next year. Oh um, yeah, I would love to go back, dude. I was like, like, oh you know. man, it was so fun. I was like, yeah. And it'll definitely be easier for you because you're close by. So yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I'm, I'm all about it. Good folks, good folks. It was. Uh, it really felt like when we used to play at Newark all the time. Yeah. You know, like everyone's real chill. Yeah. And I kind of like, I, I love the sub patterns too. That was really nice. Yeah. The, uh, every four every points, four, every four buckets, buckets, four buckets. Yeah, then, then you s- swap out. Yeah. I like that. That's, that's great because I got hella tired. <laughs> although, although every time I was in, I felt like, the four buckets happened super fast. It's like, what the hell, man? And then while I'm waiting, like it, everybody's bricking it up. <laughs> um, yeah, that was cool. We're gonna hopefully, I'll let you know if we play on this side. But you know what? Actually, uh, some show that she started watching on Netflix. It's called The Letdown. It's the a letdown. Okay. Yeah, it's an Australian comedy or sitcom. Um, it's about it, the the main character is a woman who's just recently gave birth, so she's a, a new mom, hmm. um, and so she, it's a comedy, but then there's you know there's real stuff in there like about moms groups and support groups and interactions with partners and partners' families and right religion and all this like you know like the things that you you don't think about like in terms of like making some of these decisions or not. So it was really funny. It's, uh, it's on Netflix. There's only been one season. I mean, I think there's more in Australia, but televised on Netflix or, um, broadcasting on Netflix. There's only one season so far. There's only eight episodes. So, or seven. Cool. Cool. A few weeks ago, when we were trying to prepare for a recording that ended up getting postponed till right now, uh, you had sent a couple of links, and you had this really good idea to talk about kind of what was going on, at least at the time, with uh, Bill Cosby. That was when he was going through his trial and was, you know, found guilty of like raping women and uh, and yeah. and. That was also kind of the time when Kanye was going off on his rant, his yep. like pro Trump whatever, yeah, crazy rant. So you had this idea to discuss 
kind of separating the artist from their art, right? Yeah. And you had sent a couple of articles, and I think we can post, we'll post them on our Facebook page and, and all that stuff, uh, yeah. which were basically opinions about, you know, what what do we do with Bill Cosby, the Cosby show, and other people's works, right? Right. Um, there was one article that was really interesting where they talked about how the networks that were syndicating or that were airing syndicated episodes of the Cosby show, like pulled them off right away. Um, whereas Woody Allen, Woody Allen movies are like still airing. Yeah. You know, um, well airing, he's still making movies. Oh yeah. Still making movies. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But then, you know, there's the hypocrisy of like, because of, you know, he was a black, he was black and then Woody Allen's white. And, you know, it was, it was interesting, yeah. but I guess, so there's a million or a, a tons of ways that we can yeah. go about talking about this. But I guess I wanted to hear from you personally, like, does like the Cosby stuff impact you personally? Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, before we go into that, I actually asked him, asked it more because of, um, I, the question I asked myself and kind of brought it up to you, and I, I'm reading like the message I sent to you, um, wasn't totally clear on that. <laughs> it's oh, just okay. basically like, do you, and is it? It's, it's not the question of um, how to separate the artist from the art. It's like, do you like do these do these out of media or out of art? Um, in real life things, does that affect how you choose to consume or enjoy the artwork, right? And actually, the the Kanye stuff was definitely happening at the time. Mm -hmm. The Cosby stuff has been going on, but then he did, that that did just happen recently too. And actually, the R. Kelly stuff had recently happened too. Right, yeah. Um, well, for me, actually, one of the things was... Um, was it the Nas one? Nas and the Nas one. So, yeah, Khalees, uh gave an interview talking about maybe confirming whatever um, that she she was emotionally and physically abused by Nas. And so there's those kind of things where it's like... I asked myself how does that affect how I listen to the art? Because for me, I can't separate it. Right. In a sense, like I'm, if I'm listening to something, I'm not thinking, I'm, I'm thinking, Oh, this is reflective of a situation and blah, blah, blah. And it's not like this whole money thing. I'm like, I'm not going to give my money to whoever. Yes. That's part of it, but it's more of like, there's this kind of a spiritual disconnection then. The, right, right. Or there's like just a, a mental block too. So that's that's like that's kind of why I brought it up. I mean, there's we could have this conversation pretty much all the time because there's always something coming up, <laughs> no doubt. Um, but I think when it gets for me getting close to home, and the Cosby thing was close to home because I grew up with it. But then it wasn't something like I wasn't watching Cosby Show anymore uh, regularly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if it's on and it's the only thing on, it's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, I probably still watch it. Right. But 
Um, or I probably would have still watched it. But like Nas is, you know, when people yeah, talk that's about your, that's favorite, your favorite MC, you know, favorite MC, favorite MC. I joked around in high school and even when Malcolm before he was born, I joked around like, hey, let's throw that name in the um, in the the name pool. Let's throw Nas in. Right. <laughs> let's throw Nas Jones in, you know, but it's like and there's a certain reason why we didn't uh, choose like celebrity names although I, obviously Malcolm is um, a a connection directly to Malcolm X um, but like no one like current like we're not going to name him Stefan we're not going to name uh, Draymond <laughs> or something right I, because like, I, I pitched uh, Prince Rogers because that's when um, he died he died when Tess was pregnant yeah. I was like, what about Prince Rogers, Delfino? That, that sounds great. And she's like, no, nah, man. I was that, like, no, I, come on, let's do it. I think that does sound great. It sounds good, right? Tess, you missed out. You missed, missed out. out. On that one. Ellis, uh, was, Ellis was good, too, though. Well, Ellis is great. Yeah. Ellis was one of, I mean, I, we talked about this, but Ellis was one of the names I wanted um, to throw in the pool. I mean. Um, but, yeah, that's basically why it came up. It was... It was other things like that. So from no, but that I mean, I that's that's a good point, right? I you know for for me, like I'm uh obviously like I'm a, I'm a I'm a DJ, right? So I'm gonna have to maybe DJ a wedding where someone's gonna want to hear remix to ignition because yep. it's you know it's a banger, right? And then, am I gonna feel weird about that? Yeah, I uh, I probably do now. I will now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the thing with Cosby, like that's that's shitty for sure. Yeah, but I've I don't think that I've ever put even uh, maybe I never really watched. Uh, I never really watched Cosby Show that much. I mean, sure, it was on, and I enjoyed some episodes, but it wasn't my favorite. Yeah. Like, I think it would, I would be more impacted if, like, I watch Fresh Prince a lot. Like, what if Will Smith, what if that was, like, something happened to Will Smith? I'm like, that'd be, that'd be pretty huge. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't really feel like I put, celebrities or actors or artists like that up on a pedestal much yeah i mean fuck dude like michael jackson that's you know the super obvious one right yeah i I still enjoy his music Mm -hmm. yeah and that's there's a lot of selectivity in 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 these kind of things um and it's not meant to be like a discussion is for us, at least, I'm not intending it to be like, like you should feel you should feel one right. way. Yeah, no, no, I, I get right. it, I get or, it. Or like lining up like what's right or not, because I think that's it's the reason why I wanted to have a dialogue is just because it is kind of interesting. Because I know, I it, I am consciously a hypocrite on these things, right? Because Michael Jackson is is a prime example. Is that. I'm not going to stop listening to Michael Jackson. 
and maybe I would if there was like you know clear cut evidence of things that happen. You know, um, right? I would maybe make that decision because it just is um, wrong. Um, I'm thinking, but then also you know obviously we talk about this numerous times. I watch wrestling, <laughs> and there's just shady, racist, sexist stuff that happens on that all the time. <laughs> That's true. But then it's just one of those things where it's like, I enjoy it enough and I, I, I carve out the, the community, quote unquote community that I indulge it with, which is like podcasts and some friends that are um, conscious of those things. And we go like, oh, roll, eye rolling, racism, sexism, misogyny kind of thing again. But we go on, right? Yeah. Um, but it gets interesting, like with. I guess I, the thing is, like, what what is the. What are like the, the. Um, where, where is that line? I guess for some people, right. Or and maybe that line I think is different for each for each artist, right, or each like kind of like situation, but. Yeah. Well, I I agree. I agree that it'll vary like it's the line moves but i will let you know that uh did you read the or have you heard about the arrested development interview like the cast interview no so i can't remember who it was oh there's like it was one of the big it was one of the big publications maybe vanity fair or rolling stone but there was this recorded cast interview um uh, the rest of Arrested Development cast, and it got awkward. It got really, really awkward. Why? Uh, you know, because like they started bringing up Jeffrey Tambor. You know, he was uh-huh. because of his like abuse, and right. um, Jessica Walter, um, Lucille Bluth was a victim of that, mm. of like not sexual but like more verbal abuse. Okay. And then like Jason Bateman jumps in and it was it almost seemed like he was trying to defend Jeffrey Tambor yeah. by explaining like, well, you know, artists are different and you know, sometimes they have this process. And right. then Alia Shockett, who plays um maybe, was like, right. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it should happen. So it was just like this really weird tension. Right. And it got so bad that like Jessica Walter was like crying and just it, it was just really weird. Right. It was crazy. Right. So then yeah. Jason Bateman took a lot of heat because of how he sounded and yeah. um and how it, he seemed to basically perpetuate this notion of, oh, it's fine, it's just how things are, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and it was just really weird, right? And then now that kind of makes me feel weird about watching the fifth season. I mean, I love that show. That show's great, right? Well, why do you feel? Why would? What is it that would make it weird for you to watch it? Because of all this, uh, you know, the Jeffrey Tambor stuff. Yeah. You know that knowing the kind of what ha- kind of happened behind the scenes, 
just kind of impacts like yeah. is it i have a feeling that it's going to impact my well actually i know i don't know if it's going to impact my enjoyment but it's it'll be there it'll be there like that it's i mean it's impacting me right now like yeah. i'm not rushing to right. turn it on and watch it right like there's a filter like you can't turn off there like now that you're like conscious of it yeah right like once you learn a new word exists you 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 can't not stop hearing it cuz now you're conscious of it exactly exactly yeah yeah so it well, was yeah. it was just this weird weird feeling that i had it and you know woody allen's another one i've never really been like a huge fan of his work there were some movies that i always kind of thought that he was like a little bit overrated but yeah. i but don't get me wrong i get why Actually, no, I don't. I, I take that back. He's not overrated. I think what he's done uh, in terms of like the film industry, groundbreaking for sure. Mm-hmm. Just not for me. Always, yeah. always, right? Right. But, you know, when sometimes I see people on Facebook talking about how, oh, God, Woody Allen's a genius, or like I saw his new film and this and this and this and that. And I was like, dude, no, man, that's creepy. That's just weird. Right. And then there's all these actors who are saying he's a genius and they still work with him. And it's just like, that's, that's kind of weird, man. But cause of, cause of the, cause of his, who was it? He, well, like he, he basically married his step. Or adopted daughter. Adopted daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So for you, it's it's not so much like it's not like a a moral or ethical stand, which it could be. I mean, it, that that filter doesn't kick up unless you, without you actually having some kind of ethical standards, right? <laughs> you do. I mean, you know, well, yeah, it's more. Yeah. But for you, it's it's more of like just a natural reaction that knowing more of the story of the people, more knowing more of the creators, like real life. Yeah. It'll always seep into your um, the process of consuming that art, and you can't turn it off. Yes. Yes. Or it's harder to turn off. I should yeah. say. I mean, yeah. well, on the other side of that, there's like Harvey Weinstein, right? Like, right. He's the basically the guy that greenlit and executive produced all these films, right? Like, the fact that he basically made those films happen, like, I don't give a shit. That I mean, obviously, it's shitty what he did. Yeah. But you know, will those movies be tainted for me? I don't think so. Um, yeah. Because I feel like he was just like a name that was, he represented like, I mean, I, f- I feel like the people that probably worked with him and for him, mm-hmm. there's a bad taste. But as a viewer, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm as affected. Right. Uh, as 
someone like Woody Allen because mm-hmm. he was like the director of it. Right. I, I mean, I mean, that's probably hypocritical yeah. too, well, right? I, I, well, it's all hypocritical. <laughs> that's right? true. Like, I mean, I love swingers. Right. Right. There's that. I mean, we already talked about Kevin Smith and how, you know, it's, we, we may have outgrown it or there's like, I, there's still things I still appreciate it, but that's also Weinstein, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there is a little bit of a distance there where it's just the name, like you said. Yeah. Like most of us wouldn't know who the hell Harvey Weinstein was if we didn't know about the Me Too movement and or political stuff. Right. And that's it, right? Yeah. We, it's just the name, just like Touchstone is a name. And we don't know. I don't know if that's the name or, you know, like or MGM. Right, right. I don't know who Metro, Goldman, right, <laughs> whatever, right. right. Um, but it's different, like with Woody Allen, when you see him in the, like, it's his, it's not, he's not only directing, but he's in his movies. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's right? true. And he's the one that's promoting. He's the one that's going on, right. on these press tours and right. like going on talk shows, right? Like Harvey Weinstein didn't do yeah. that. Well, and Woody Allen is a protagonist too, right? Yes. Yes. So I think where there's issues, like in terms of like the whole, the creator who, is shady and gross <laughs> that you can't disconnect is because you see their face and then they're they're portraying like in his case i haven't watched a woody allen movie in i don't know maybe like 15 years but yeah but, uh, but it, it's clear that it's autobiographical and it's like right you and look on it now and you're like yo that's creepy yeah he'll, he'll be flawed but he's still the hero yes right? yes and that's why like i think sometimes like with music it's a little bit different Right, because we know that people that are writing music and performing music, that yes, obviously there's um, there's still creators, they're still creating a narrative. It's not all autobiographical, but some of it, a lot of it, probably is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so with with things like that, when you're um, like say with Nas, and I'm thinking about like you know, um, and and part of it too is like. Oh, anyway, there, there's that, and then like if you're hearing like some some positive songs and saying like um, you know I know I can and talking about like history of um, like uh, African empowerment, black empowerment, and then talking about queens and talking about how he much he loved Kalis, Kalis, and then you know things go wrong. Obviously, that's why people get divorced. Yeah, but you don't have to be abusive about it, right? Right, right. Um, but then, it, then, like you said, like you know, we're talking about Arrested Development. I don't know if I can turn that off anymore. Mm-hmm. If I listen to Nas, right? Because the interesting thing is, and it, it this is where it's part of like the hypocritical piece is that um, I maybe liked maybe two or three Chris Brown songs. Um, don't, but I dropped him from my playlists if i were to not make that decision with nas then i for sure am consciously being hypocritical about it right 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 but it doesn't mean i'm not going to listen to nas this is why like this whole thing is like really why i wanted to talk about it because it's just kind of an interesting thing because then we could just cut off everybody right at some point i think if you look at like um classical writers and all that stuff like 
artists that create really good art don't necessarily aren't necessarily good people right um we're still making conscious or subconscious decisions about how we want to consume the art right mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely yeah. and i think you know I think part of it maybe like going back to the whole woody allen thing like I, I think maybe there's also the piece about like public perception of somebody or who who they present themselves to be at, in terms of identity or who they are and then it being a complete drastic uh change right mm -hmm. because i listened to dr dre knowing for a long time that and i still do that he beat the crap out of someone a, a woman right yeah which wasn't shown in the movie um who who knows what has happened in in his relationships? Um, you know, I always uh, for a long time looked to Tupac for like in his more like um, well his party stuff <laughs> was one thing, but also like his uh, retrospective things and political things and kind of just like, you know, open book kind of things. Mm -hmm. But he also has an interesting history in real life and also stuff in, in songs, right? Yeah. Um, but I think maybe we let that go because, oh, well, um, their genre of music is gangster rap. So then that's just how it's how it is. And like stories around that we don't know, right? Like who are we to judge what's going on in their lives? But then, like you, you hit on um, not you, but we come up on things like Co Bill Cosby, who was a Jello guy, <laughs> was the Fat Albert guy, right. was like the 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 tent or like the the epitome of best dad in America kind of thing with his, with Cos like his Cosby character, Cosby Show character. And he was like the clean comic versus the the dirty comics, right? And um, and I guess like from fans' standpoint, once that's revealed, it's kind of like a big like uh, it's 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 a disappointment, but a, a grave disappointment, right? Like you trusted someone, you looked up to them, you grew up with them, you thought they were this great person, you might have lived their ideals and then you find out that they're date raping folks with drugs and stuff like that and so that impact on that person becomes a lot more um the decisions on what to do with that person's art becomes a lot more um intense because they are representing completely something different than what they are you know what i mean yes yeah i agree and i think that's why maybe the whole stuff with kanye that hit was also kind of like big because it's like yeah, you know, this is the dude that's just said that um bush doesn't care about black people <laughs> <laughs> and then you know caping up for something else and whatever the kanye stuff i really don't care much about outside of like um what other people say is like you have a platform and people are listening to you and you're you could feel or think whatever you want, and that's not the issue. It's like you're also 
saying things without much thought about the impact of what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the bigger issue. Because honestly, I haven't listened to Kanye music regularly since his beats, fine, like in Jay-Z's and John Legend's and whoever else. But I don't, I, ever since college dropout and late re- registration, particularly late registration, I never understood what the appeal was for Kanye as a rapper <laughs> for me. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. So I I wasn't like, for me, it wasn't one of these things where it's like, oh, I'm going to have to ditch my favorite, my favorite like seven albums because this dude flipped out and is like advocating evil and all this stuff, which that's totally fine for other people to think I'm not worried about that. Um, but the other things do hit better, hit, hit more. And there's also other things that you kind of turn a blind eye to, but um like with r kelly in particular i love r kelly songs but as more stuff has come up and i don't even read about it i just don't listen to it anymore yeah even though i love those songs like at, there's a certain <laughs> point where like i didn't i like i hate listening to r kelly and to, i turn into like liking those songs like ignition <laughs> or feeling on your booty you know um and maybe for him why he flew under the radar is because he portrays that character so there's not as much of like a surprise when you hear things especially when we grew up with the whole Aaliyah yeah that yeah story yeah like we grew up with that and you know like it's you give it a pass because one we no one knew if it was true and whatever and yeah it's it's I'm curious how people handle that stuff for people that do want to make a conscious decision about how they listen to things or, you know, later on what they're trying, like as for our dad identities, what are we, what do we pass on consciously to our kids in terms of the You know, like I talked about this before, like in in other senses of just of interest, but do we pass on the love of this music? If we know we feel uncomfortable with this person's real real life. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, wouldn't we just naturally do it? Like, so for example, you're not listening to R. Kelly stuff anymore. So naturally, Malcolm probably wouldn't either. Right. So he'll grow up not really listening to it. Right. So I think you're automatically filtering already um i mean but again like the michael jackson thing right like at what point are you going to tell him like oh so he kind of was into like little kids (laughs) you know yeah someone like you would go to his house right yeah you know like so what if you know right some really big famous singer said hey he wants to be your friend are you, are you right. gonna say yes or you know? Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it... Yeah. Well, and that's the stuff that, like, that stuff is gonna get passed on, consciously or subconsciously, right? The the biases, one way or the other, or the the blind eye is gonna get, or the cognitive dissonance kind of decisions, right? 
um, and I'm not saying that's necessarily wrong or right. I'm just like saying like that. Those are things that if people want to make those decisions, um, how are they going to make those decisions? Because like we said, there's likely chance that if you knew the real lives of most of these people, we probably wouldn't pass on any music or any movies or any TV. <laughs> right. Yeah. Any paintings, any of the classics, any of that stuff, because the reality is like we said, because they're just because they're a good artist doesn't mean that they're a good person. Who do you think, like, so this is this might be a weird example, but like Christopher Columbus, right? Mm-hmm. You know, how he's looked upon now, super drastic turn from 20 years ago, maybe yeah. 10 years ago, even, right? Yeah, I'm wondering. Like who's that person for us? Like, celebra- our- like celebrity wise, who's that person going to be? Is it is it Cosby? Like is it or like um, Michael? Well, I mean they they have okay. Well, it, it's well, a I weird... mean Columbus is a figure of history, but like uh, yeah. you know, just like but let, let's take it from a uh, um, if we, we take a few degrees. Who is someone who, who people um, credit a lot of admiration to, or admiration for? That um, once like facts hit and once truth hits and once history is revealed, that their status as that admirable hero gets cut down. Then yeah, I think. Cosby would definitely be one of them because aside from his I'm the perfect dad shtick, he also did a lot for black colleges. Definitely. Yeah. Historically yeah. black colleges and universities. Did a lot for um African American culture, black culture, jazz. Like he he put in a lot of that imagery and history and culture into the Cosby show that wasn't always the biggest piece. Some of it, sometimes it was. Um, the main focus of some of the episodes, like there's a there's a painting in his um, that he wanted to buy, and um, it's a historical painting with, with a lot of historical impact. So that uh, was a passive, well, not passive. It was a there's a way to slide in black history and civil rights history into an audience that was predominantly white, right? Like mm-hmm. who, who had TVs at the time, right? Um, or who had time to watch TV and the TVs at the time. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of value that he has provided to the um, society, right? Because, and that's why like when all the allegations started happening, there was a, an understandable uh, denial from a lot of people in um, who have uh, who looked up to him for that reason, whether it's an African American community or for me being an immigrant kid that looked up to, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that image got gets torn down, and does he does his value that he does that maintain? I think Michael Jackson could be part of it too because he also has that big 
a big part of his identity was uh, social justice, right? For the for kids, for um, charity work and all that stuff. Right, right. Whereas, again, like we talk about, like with Woody Allen, or oh, sorry, not Woody Allen, with um, with like Dr. Dre or whatever. Like, no one's looking at Dr. Dre saying, like, "Oh, he was he's the the pillar of like humanity," kind of thing, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Who do you think? Do you think of anyone else that could be that? I mean, I think <laughs> in terms of this um, analogy, I can't think of anyone right now. Like. I mean, it's got to be somebody that is well-known in, like, pop culture, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be Cosby. Yeah. Because it has to be larger than life. I'm not thinking... Well, and then, you know, I I think based on what he's contributed to the community. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... I guess we'll see yeah. if someone can yeah. basically dethrone that, dethrone him from from this. Yeah, there will always be. That's true. <laughs> I'll I'll think on it. I'll think on it. Yeah, and I mean, there will always be, and there there might not be because, like you know, Cosby's presence existed when only the tabloids gave out shady information whether it's true or not right but like now with social media the backstage stuff gets revealed pretty easily or much more easier than i would than back then i assume right because there's more eyes more outlets i mean that's the whole thing that's how that's how cosby happened right like yeah animal burst was like joking about it right (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's and true it, that's true and it uh, just spread that's true yeah that's interesting oh and that's you know and you know as maybe to wrap up i don't look at celebrities at all as um for any kind of like moral or ethical uh guidance unless that's what that's the life that they live right like yeah, they, yeah, like yeah. That's that's who they are before they became a celebrity, kind of thing, right? Like there's people that are like trying to do good for the community, for people, for whoever, um, and then they happen to also be an artist, so they happen to also become um, well known. Um, then those are the people that I would rely on in terms of like having some kind of uh, um, ethical guidance. Although I always still have like. Um, I don't put that much energy into them to, to see like if they if they effed up, I wouldn't be like, uh. you know what? I just yeah. thought of somebody, huh? Fucking OJ. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, again, right? Mm-hmm. Because he portrayed some this other kind of like jovial dude, every the everyman football player. And then, yeah, well, I mean, I was, I was thinking about it like, yeah, you know, maybe celebrities and I was like, well, what about athletes? Right. Like if there's, was, is there like an athlete if if some shady shit comes out about a particular athlete, like there was, there's something that would like 
devastate me. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and it just occurred. I was like, holy shit, fucking OJ, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. I mean, I always think back to, like, Stephen Curry because, like, you know, his, his his image is that he's, like, squeaky clean and right, right. family guy and all this stuff. And I believe that's all true. I'm just hoping that he doesn't, that he makes proper decisions. Um, yeah, right. Like, I, you know, I, I definitely don't imagine, yeah. like, a sex tape yeah. leak, leaking from, like, an Instagram model a la Tristan Thompson or whatever, right? Right, right. Um, right. Because, you know, and part of it, too, is, like, depending on what it is, is it really that big of a deal? You know, like, everyone everyone messes up. <laughs> like, we're, we all make decisions that aren't always the best for ourselves or other people that we care about. Well, I think in the case of, like, raping people or killing people, then... Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. So, that, that's a that's a thick line. Yeah. 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 I guess, like you know, if any of people are listening, let us know. Twitter, Facebook, Gmail, popaculturepod at gmail dot com. What you what you think about all this stuff, or like how you how you handle this? And also, if whether you're a parent or not, you know how how does that impact Dude. you? Dude. My dad moment actually happened on this past Monday. We had a uh, we had the barrel folk hiking and down in Santa Cruz. Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty awesome because uh, it was Ginny's first time hiking or like walking for that long, and Karina was there. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool that to see them just hang out and they helped each other forget that they had walked like six miles or something. <laughs> so it was nice. It was nice to have yeah. that. Uh, but we all went to lunch at this spot called, I think it was like Bruno's barbecue. It was down there in like Scotts Valley or somewhere uh, or Felton, wherever, we, wherever we were. Um, but all the kids, they were probably, hmm, maybe eight kids total, six to eight yeah. kids total. Yeah. Uh, they were all on one side of the, of this long table. And then all the adults were on the other. So it was nice to just like leave them there. They could do whatever they needed to do, color, whatever, eat, whatever, just hang out there. Yeah. And all the adults were able to just have a nice meal without necessarily having to, observe them the entire right. time like yeah. obviously we had ellis next to us right? ellis couldn't uh ellis wasn't able to you know be at the kids table but the older kids it was nice and it was a hopefully kind of like uh light at the end of the tunnel where real life comes back <laughs> like <laughs> Like we could have our lives back. <laughs> oh, turning that corner. Crossing crossing fingers, dude. Crossing fingers. Because right. like real talk, kids can be assholes, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yep. These guys. They're mean. They can be mean. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. But 
yeah, anyway, it was an, it was a nice break. It was it was great to uh it's it's fun being a parent when you're around other parents too. Yeah. That's you a know. team. That's a yeah, whole, no, it's it's yeah, like we're it's, talking it's about great. Yeah, I mean we've talked about it before. Whenever we get yeah. to go and someone someone's kid has a birthday, we're all there. We just kinda like let the kids go, do their thing and we can go have some beers. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um but it was great. That was that was nice and Hope you guys can come next time, man. Yeah, we were we wanted to come, but just because we had traveled the week before, and then we would have ended that week that we had off with um, lots of driving. We just decided just to kind of cap off the whole week off with just chilling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it definitely. We didn't end up going to the beach. It okay. was funny because we. We got there, and we're like, we're kind of out on the beach. And I think the only, I think it was only uh, the Floreses that actually wanted to go to the beach because they didn't want to go hiking. Yeah. So they just want to go to the beach, and then they ended up uh, bailing. And so, like, wait, nobody really wants to go to the beach. Let's let's not go. <laughs> so it worked out for everyone. No one really, ex- except for Caleb. Caleb wanted to go to the beach, but yeah. Sorry, bro overruled so my dad moment is uh i gave malcolm his first fade oh yeah yeah how'd he do uh, he was you know we talk talk about like his being annoying of course they're gonna be annoying but like again i just have to echo what i've said before malcolm takes it really easy on us (laughs) not really but he's He's really, really, really as um, uh, not making it as hard as it could be. Because basically, uh, we weren't sure how he's going to react to it. I've shaved his head before, like with a one when he was really young. Actually, twice, and then, um, but now he's like conscious of it. He basically just stood there. Part of it was playing with my iPad, but like even before that, he didn't get scared. He didn't cry. He was really cooperative with, like, if I asked him to move his head, all that stuff. Um, so baby hair is not easy to cut because it's so soft. Yeah, <laughs> I, bet. I bet. I um, bet. It wasn't the cleanest, like, fade. It was the, the cleanest line. But I think for the most part, I would call it a success for the first fade that he's ever received. So... That's my quick, um, quick uh, dad moment. I was happy that I got to do that for him. You think you're gonna be uh, the one cutting his hair for a while? If we're using clippers, probably just because um, it's just easier. And but I think we'll. I don't know if we'll be cutting his hair regularly, but his her mom could also cut his hair because she used to cut hair um, at a shop. So, but. Unless we wanted to grow it and let it like do some bowl cuts and stuff like that, we're probably just going to use the clippers. <laughs> and if we do, then I'll just be cutting it there. Bowl cuts are uh, still popular. They are. Like, um, there is a. It's big in Korea right now, man. Is there? 
you see those um hell of tangent but you see <laughs> see how the the nose hair trend the what the nose nose hair i think i don't i think it might be japan or china i don't know where it is but the um girls are like either growing out their nose hair pulling them out or like putting in like um, eyelash things in their nose um as a fashion as an attractive fashion uh decision oh my god you should google it have you seen it no i'm googling it right now (laughs) what the f dude hey people gotta live man what it's glorious oh my god all right google it guys google it nose Nose hair hair. nose hair trend Ugh. (laughs) now i won't be able to sleep tonight that was that was the plan yeah yuck Alright, well that's going to do it for this episode of the Pop Culture Podcast, episode 20, I believe it is. Um, Once again, yeah, so if you liked what we talked about today, I want to recommend that you check out some of the other episodes that we've got. I would love for you guys to subscribe, write a short review. Be awesome. Um, we'll definitely try and get this back on the regular. Uh, maybe the next time uh, we do one of these, uh, the Warriors would have won the third championship in four years. So, crossing my fingers for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely add us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We also have a YouTube channel that hasn't really had much love, but hopefully now that uh, summer is in full swing, maybe we'll get some more content up. So once again, on behalf of uh, my partner John, this is Anton, I want to thank you guys for spending some time listening to our ruminations about all these little things, and we'll catch you next time. Peace out.